me again. Episode 27. Yeah, 27 of Near Perfect Pitch is uh, is forthcoming. Raced here, straight from work, battled the traffic, battled the idiocy, and uh, I'm now nestled in my chair, ready to play you a load of songs. So, I'll, uh, I'll set you up nicely and tell you what you can expect in the next three hours or so as I fade out the wonderful teenage fan club. Um, we've got a wonderful guest interview this week, uh, namely Ed Blaney, who uh, has a uh, new record out uh, under the name Blaney. Uh, Ed is uh, just a wonderful chap from Salford outside Manchester, and uh, you'll uh, hear in great detail when we talk later in the programme as to how proud he is uh, of being a, a Salfordian. Uh, and uh, he's a very, very instrumental chap in the Manchester music scene, beyond humble, philanthropic, and uh, an all-round diamond of a bloke. So we'll be talking to Ed towards the end of the programme, as is always the case when uh, we've got interviews, which is just about every single episode. New release-wise, let's see, because we've had Christmas, haven't we? This is sort of first show proper since, uh, since Christmas, and uh, there's been uh, some new releases. Business doesn't stop in the music industry in January. It never stops. So there's a new release by uh, by Space Echo. That's uh, Dean Garcia. Uh, that's his uh, one of the a little star. We're going to hear some uh, new material from uh, Manchester's Cabbage. A story to share with regards to uh, said band as well. Uh, going to hear some new stuff from the brilliant Hooton Tennis Club. Going to hear a Bad Dream Breakdown on St George's Mount, which is a, a, a bonza bonza track. More from uh, High Time Pirates. Uh, that's uh, Simon Mason's uh, Mason's band. Some some Reveriem. Uh, that's uh, Louise Connell from uh, from Airdrie. Going to hear some uh, new material from her from her uh, second full length uh, called Straw Wo- Straw Woman. Sorry. Um, some more blossoms from Stockport because they are fantastic. Going to hear Charlemagne. New The Jesus and Mary Chain. Yep, you heard it right. Uh, there's a new album coming out in March called Damage and Joy. And we're going to be hearing uh, some, uh, well, a new teaser track called Amputation. I'll tell you how to uh, get your hands on that. Thinking of You. We're going to be hearing uh, Thinking of You, The Coat, and uh, Time for You to Go. Uh, from Blaney towards the, uh, the end of the programme. What else? We've got uh, Tinterweb time, which is always a load of fun. We have got uh, the obligatory 4R track this week, which is our uh, weekly uh, homage or homage, whatever you want to call it, uh, to Marquis Smith and The Fall. The Fall is a band that Ed Blaney largely manages and uh, has also been a member of and also co-written songs for. So so uh, Ed actually chose the, uh, the obligatory 4R track uh, this week. And what else we got coming up? Oh, Essential Wax. And speak of the devil, Teenage Fan Club are being featured as the Essential LP of the week, the Essential Wax, as it were. That's an awful lot of stuff. This week, we'll kick things off really nicely for a new year with some Jazz Butcher. Oh, Look on the dance floor, she's got to be American She's not from here Oh no, I can't even look away She's far too thin, this beautiful sin We're all living in a world of poultry Eating polyester and committing adultery Calm down, boy, tell you the secret of it's 
To 1988 and all the way to uh, to Brisbane, Australia, on uh, Beggar's Banquet Records. That is uh, the go-betweens from uh, 16 Lovers Lane, the sixth of nine studio LPs, and that is without doubt uh, their largest hit, if you like, on both sides of uh, of God's green earth. Really did well in uh, in the UK, charted uh, on the collegiate charts in the US and in Canada and uh, did well in its uh, native Australia. And before we heard uh, The Go-Betweens, which is long overdue to hear something by The Go-Betweens, uh, by the way, um, we heard Pat Fish, the jazz butcher, with uh, She's on Drugs, off the fantastic record uh, Cult of the Basement on Creation Records, released in 1990. Now, now then, now then, uh, in 2015, Robert Smith... Uh, one of the oldest goths on the planet, let it be said. Uh, Bobby Smith, um, he put his hand to a, a ride track, namely Vapor Trail. Did a couple of remixes, and this uh, forthcoming track is one of them. It's the, it's the shorter version of the two, in digital only in terms of its availability. So uh, go to usual uh, Amazon, uh, iTunes, and all those uh, uh, similar such uh, environments to be able to see if you can get your copy of this particular song. First you look so strong Then you fight away
Catherine Wheel. That's a song called Fripp, and that is, needless to say, dedicated uh, to Robert Fripp from uh, King Crimson, uh, the only member of the band that has been an omnipresent, I believe, Robert uh, Fripp. Um, and as I say, that is uh, Catherine Wheel on Fontana Records from uh, their um, Chrome LP, which was, I'm just trying to get it sequentially, Chrome was their second of five studio albums, and that was released, as I said, on Fontana Records in 1993. And before we heard uh, Fripp, we heard uh, Robert Smith's remix of uh, Vapor Trail, one of his two remixes that he did did in uh, 2015 of of, uh, Vapor Trail, and that's the, the shorter of the two mixes. So, we are now four songs into episode 27 of Near Perfect Pitch. Time for me to remind you of some methods of communication. Um, Nearperfectpitch.com is up, living, breathing, and I must say, it's nice and shiny and squeaky clean, and I rather like it. And uh, everything you need to know will be there, i.e. you can find out... uh, uh, ways to listen to the programme in addition to the way that you're listening to it now. You've obviously found it if you're listening. Uh, and also you can uh, um, find out uh, other aspects in terms of how to get in touch. So you can uh, follow us on Instagram at uh, Near Perfect Pitch. You can do the same on Twitter at Near Perf Pitch. You can follow us on Facebook at uh, Near Perfect Pitch. And all the other platforms are uh, articulated at uh, uh, nearperfectpitch.com. So do email me at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com if you want to hear something or rant or moan or uh, slag me off, that type of thing. And uh, there you are, you're up to date. So as a reminder, at the end of the programme, delighted to be uh, sharing a conversation I had this weekend with uh, with Ed Blaney. Top, top star man he is. And uh, you can look forward to uh, a spate of new releases, which I will get to in uh, the next uh, two and a half hours or so. Up next, I think we're going to hear something by um, Public Service Broadcasting from their Inform, Educate, Entertain LP of last year. This is called uh, The Nightmail.
Airplane Gardens by The Family Cat on Dedicated Records and that was a single that came out in uh, 1993 and appeared on the 1994 uh, record Magic Happens uh, and uh, that was their last studio album Magic Happens they did uh, bring out a compilation uh, down down the way there I think a couple of years ago called uh, Five Lives Left it was an anthology of sorts and that is Paul Frederick's band. And uh, if you remember, uh, two or three shows ago, I played uh, a collaboration between uh, Mr. Frederick and uh, Mr. Fitzpatrick of um, the Kitchens of Distinction. Uh, the April 7 is their uh, side project, and I gave you the, uh, the coordinates by which to uh, go and pledge and buy their material. So uh, we've gone from Kitchens of Distinction to uh, the April 7 to uh, the family cat in some kind of segued uh, uh, string over the course of three programs. Now, what else did we hear before that? As I'm scrolling on my computer to try and uh, gain a semblance of organisation here, we heard, didn't we? We heard uh, Nightmail by uh, by Public Service Broadcasting uh, from their first studio record from 2013 called uh, Inform, Educate, Entertain. What a outfit they are. Highly, highly recommend trying uh, to snag their material. They are uh, they are uh, a wonderful act to behold. They have uh, a second LP which was released in uh, 2015 called The Race for Space, which is equally as good as uh, the debut. There's also uh, a remix uh, album of uh, The Race uh, for Space, which was released last year. Uh, in as much as also there was a live record uh, recorded in Brixton, which was released last year as well. But really, effectively, uh, two studio albums to date, uh, three EPs, and uh, about a dozen or so uh, singles by uh, Public Service Broadcasting. Now, what we're going to hear next, I think we're going to hear. What have I got queued up? Oh, yeah, Stockport's uh, uh, Blossoms. Um, played a lot of them uh, in the last few shows. There's uh, a limited, extended uh, uh, version of uh, of the CD uh, LP slash download. If uh, if you're uh, inclined, if you're uh, if you're a fan, or if I've made you a fan, or if you've uh, if you've uh, heard something and you want to hear more, uh, the bonus tracks. There's ten of them, so it's essentially uh, another LP on top of uh, the original LP. Charlemagne is the lead track, and I'm going to play it now. <laughs>
Space Echo. New stuff called Little Star. Go to uh, Space Echo's Bandcamp page. Space Echo is Dean Garcia. Uh, and uh, at any given point, a number of uh, guest musicians and friends, but uh, most notably Dean's daughter, Rose Berlin, with those uh, ghosty, beautiful vocals that she has uh, progressively improved upon over the years. Just keeps getting better and better. That's, uh, again, Space Echo, uh, spelled S-P-C-E-C-O. And prior to hearing Space Echo, one of my uh, recent favourites, that's Blossoms from England's uh, northwest, Stockport specifically, uh, and that's out on Virgin Records uh, from their uh, debut, self-titled. And I read something and I had to double-check it and... Uh, and uh, try and corroborate it, but Tom Ogden, uh, lead singer and songwriter, says that he's uh, he's penned a song for the uh, for the second record that uh, necessitates some female vocals, and uh, he's uh, he's publicly reached out to Taylor Swift and believes that she is the uh, the female voice that he needs to <laughs> to, to recite his uh, his lyrics. So. That is more than interesting, isn't it? Um, I did mention at the beginning of the programme that um, uh, that uh, Ed Blaney, the the guest, the interview at the end of the programme, who uh, manages the fall, who looks after the Salford Music Festival, who has his own uh, promotions company, uh, record label, busy fella. But uh, I asked him to uh, to kindly choose the uh, the fall, the obligatory fall. Oh track of the week this week and he chose something that he co-wrote with uh, with Mark e. Smith on uh, on uh, the record that came out on Cog Sinister Records entitled Are You a Missing Winner and we're going to hear uh, one of uh, it's at least two I think because uh, Ed, uh, Ed co-wrote my ex-classmates uh, kids as well on this record uh, and I think the last track as well the reprise so um, this is the one he chose Hollow Mind Love the Fall Love the Fall Love the Fall Yeah. 
R.E.M. Harping back all the way to Life's Rich Pageant, released on IRS Records in 1986. That is uh, Superman, uh, a song originally written by uh, the band called The Clique in uh, 1969. It was a single way back then, uh, and the band were really, really keen to record it. Uh, and, and I mean the band except Michael Stipe, so uh, he didn't lend his lyrics to it. That was uh, Mike Mills's debut on vocals for R.E.M. And uh, that uh, garbled uh, dialogue at the beginning of the uh, of the track, which sounds uh, sounds Japanese, and you'd be right in thinking it is. It's, uh, it's apparently the uh, a recording of one of those pull string dolls uh, that you could get. You know, you pull you pull the string and uh, they, they they talk. Anyway, it was one of those uh, Godzilla dolls uh, from Japan. So, in case you're wondering, or not, I've told you anyway. Um, so that was REM uh, with with Superman, and uh, before that we heard our obligatory fall, our track of the week. We heard uh, Hollow Man, uh, as chosen by uh, by Ed Blaney from uh, from the the Fall LP. Are you our missing winner? We're up to date, aren't we? Here's some Hooten Tennis Club. <laughs>
H-I-N-G Laughing L-A-U-G-H-I-N-G Laughing L-A-U-G-H-I-N-G Laughing
How's that for a hat trick? That's uh, Lloyd Cole from his fourth studio record. Hang on a minute, I'm going to turn the volume up in the headphones so I can hear myself. Um, yeah, Lloyd Cole. And uh, as I mentioned, that's from his fourth studio album. And uh, Like Lovers Do, also a single. So after the three uh, Lloyd Cole and the Commotions records, Lloyd's had uh, a very busy solo career. 16 releases, including a couple of box sets as well. So uh, that came out on Ryko Disc in uh, in North America. And I'm, I'm fumbling to remember what, what, what label it came out in uh, in in the UK and Europe. Uh, can't remember. Can't remember. Not important, really. From 1995. That's our man Lloyd. And before we heard Lloyd, we heard uh, Chumbawamba from 1992's uh, Shh record. And that's the title track called Shh. It's the lead track called Shh. Um, the, the record itself came out on their own Agitprop record uh, label. It had uh, originally been uh, uh, recorded and it was supposed to be uh, entitled Jesus H. Christ. And uh, you can uh, hear from that song that there were some ABBA samples amongst other things. Um, uh, they got into a lot of trouble, uh, really for no good reason. Uh, so they had to withdraw the Jesus H. Christ record and uh, reboot it as uh, Shh. So. It, uh, it did see light of day on their own website as MP3 downloads and as uh, a sneaky sort of limited uh, edition LP, which uh, for some reason I've got two copies of. So if you want to buy one, just give me a shout. Um, now it's, uh, hang on a second, I was going to say this, it's time for some requests, but I didn't even get back to the uh, the first of the hat trick uh, tracks that I played. And that is from the phenomenal Hooten uh, Tennis Club from uh, their second LP uh, released uh, late last year uh, on uh, Heavenly Records called Big Box of Chocolates. And that is a song that we heard called Bad Dream in brackets, Breakdown on uh, St. George's Mount. So that was a nice little hat trick. 13 songs thus far, about an hour and 10 minutes into the programme. I neglected to, uh, to mention that I'm going to be playing a new release for you uh, that uh, I hadn't labelled as such, so I, uh, it was an oversight at the beginning of the programme, but there's a band uh, from, from Manchester called White Horses, and that's white with a Y instead of an I, and they are 
absolutely phenomenal. And I'll, and I'll show you and demonstrate and exemplify how brilliant they are by playing a track from them in uh, the next little while. But I want to get to a couple of requests first. Uh, these two people have taken the time to, to be in touch and uh, they haven't requested crap songs. So that's kind of a good combination for me.
Soho with uh, Hippie Chick and their wonderful Smiths sample. Uh, I'm not sure how the the royalties panned out uh, with regards to Morrissey and Marr uh, concerning that single, uh, but that's a request. So somebody took the initiative to email me at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com and that, that somebody was Rebecca in New York State. Thank you. I played you a song in case uh, you didn't know. And uh, a request a full decade uh, from from a full decade prior to the uh, the Soho track Hippie Chick, um, we heard uh, from Vienna from 1980. That's uh, Midge Yaw fronting Ultravox as opposed to John Fox, uh, and uh, all stood still. Brilliant stuff. Keep those requests coming because sometimes I need my uh, memory rejogging because uh, I just uh, sometimes you know what it's like when you go into a record shop and you think oh I'm going to have a little browse and then you draw an complete and utter blank it's like someone's removed part of your cerebral cortex that houses all your musical information and you just can't think of anything to look for sometimes I get like that it's being, like, like being snowblind effectively when you're looking at a wall of records or CDs and stand there for 10 minutes and effectively do nothing anyway I did, uh, I did uh, touch upon this wonderful release by uh, by White Horses. Uh, their debut long player is called Pop or Not on CRC Music, and it's uh, it's it's just fantastic. Seventeen tracks of eclectic brilliance, and uh, we're going to hear a song which they released on their first EP. This is a reworking of it. It's called uh, The Snowfalls, second track off uh, off the LP. <laughs>
everything's cool. Pop will eat itself. P-W-E-I, the poppies. Depending on who you call them, same thing. Great stuff. Single from 1994. Everything's cool on Infectious Records. And uh, before that, a quite stunning beauty of a track by, by White Horses. The song called The Snowfalls. What an outfit they are. Great things in store for them, I'm, I'm more than certain. And if you buy the limited uh, CD from Piccadilly Records in Manchester, you get a free little remix uh, mix uh, CD as well. Word to the wise. And uh, before that, of course, we heard our uh, two requests. We heard Hippie Chick by Soho and uh, All Stood Still by Ultravox. It's now time for our cover version of the week. Uh, and this one, it's uh, it's available in MP3, and I, I hate MP3s. I hate anything that's compressed that that, that, that mucks with the, with the with the quality of sound of, of of any given track. So you can find it all over the the internet. But it did originally come out on a limited edition CD to celebrate uh, the fiftieth uh, anniversary of Dr. Martin's uh, the footwear, uh, and uh, we're going to hear something by the uh, the, the Ravenettes. From, uh, from Denmark, and they are tackling the Stone Roses in uh, the shape of a wannabe adored, which uh, you'll hear in a couple of minutes. But I'll give you a rundown of what else is on the record if, uh, if you uh, want to make it a mission to track it down and, and part with the money when you do. Uh, the Noisettes are doing uh, some buzzcocks, uh, doing ever, ever Fallen in Love with Someone You Shouldn't Have. Uh, Damn Funk are doing uh, Things That Dreams Are Made Of, um, written by uh, old uh, Phil Oakey there from uh, Human League. The Duke Spirit doing a great, great, great version of The Kids Are, are United, uh, Sham 69. You've got Baraka Som uh, Sistema doing uh, Buffalo's Dance. Uh, that's uh, Nana Cherry. Uh, Cinematic Orchestra are, uh, are tackling uh, Lilac Wine, which is kind of cool. Black Rebel Motorcycle Club um, do do a great version of uh, Ewan McCall's Made Famous by the Pogues' uh, Dirty Old Town. NASA do uh, Chase the Devil, which is another cool one. Well, bloody good songs, really. Then there's the Ravenettes, which I've mentioned. Uh, Michael Davis of uh, MC5 with DOA. <laughs> Just a bizarre combo there. Something is not right with me. They're tackling that one. And uh, then we've got uh, the Kim Fowley pen Cherry Bomb, as done by Verbal and Yoon. So that's the 10 tracks that are available on this various uh, composition called 50 Years of Dr. Martin. So we're going to be hearing uh, the Ravenettes do the Stone Roses.
genuinely nice to hear some tunes or a song by everything but the girl hailing from uh, England's northeast from Hull in uh, northeast uh, Yorkshire bless them that's uh, Ben Watt and Tracy Thorne with uh, uh, come on home from baby the stars that shine bright uh, from 1986 on Blanco y Negro records and uh, that's uh, their third uh, studio album, Baby, The Stars Shine Bright. And before that, we heard the Ravenettes doing the Stone Roses, and I thought that was a, a nice little rendition. Not uh, not your average verbatim cookie-cutter, as they say, um, uh, rendition of, uh, of someone else's song. I thought they did a very good job of uh, adding their own touch to that one. Uh, I did promise you some new stuff from the Jesus and Mary chain. Now, Damage and Joy is out um, in March, end of March, uh, March the 24th. Uh, you can go to the Jesus and Mary chain uh, 
www.ghostsandmysticsuk.uk.com uh, uh, and you can order the record and if you do you will receive the track that I'm just about to play you called Amputation. Uh, don't forget nearperfectpitch.com. Stay tuned for the interview with uh, Ed Blaney. Get your ears around some uh, JAMC.
raining again like it's rained before but something's different something good kind of dizzy Sunshine, the future's so bright. Got a feeling sunroof down. Got my diamond in the back. Everybody, everybody, everyone's got a dream like that. It's coming true tonight. It's coming true tonight. Listen and get to know when she's really got a groove going.
From 1990s Formula One generation, that's the Poo Sticks hailing from Swansea. Uh, that's their second LP, and that's a song and a rather lengthy one at that called uh, Tonight. Uh, the record is available, uh, was released, uh, it's still available, it was released on Fierce Recordings and uh, in North America, released uh, on uh, Sympathy for the Record Industry uh, Records, I do believe. Well, you know what that means, don't you? It means it's Tinterweb time. Uh, and Tinterweb time is just a very, very simple foray into the world of uh, World Wide Web and all that. And uh, my way of recommending a website of the week to you, if you like. Something that I've uh, happened upon, something that I uh, may frequent, uh, something that you just stumble upon when you get sucked into the vacuum that is uh, a search engine. And in this particular instance, we're going to be talking about a gentleman who you should be familiar with, uh, Pete Savile, Peter Savile, Mancunian-born uh, and educated graphic designer. And uh, I'll, I'll chuck some uh, LP names at you. Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures, also Transmission, Level Terrace Apart and Closer. Metro Music from Arthur and the Muffins, uh, uh, a new wave record from 1980 that uh, made a lot of waves. Flesh and Blood, Roxy Music. Uh, still Joy Division. The first and, uh, well, the first of many uh, New Order sleeves, uh, starting off with Ceremony uh, and then the first uh, LP movement. Also Architecture and Morality uh, by OMD, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Rage in Eden by uh, Ultravox. Discipline, King Crimson. That... Uh, unmistakable sleeve of Peter Gabriel's from 1986 is so. You might not be a fan, but you did uh, Wham's Music from the Edge of Heaven, uh, even coming up by Suede, this is hardcore, by Pulp, Leisure Noise, which is a brilliant record and uh, a brilliant sleeve, uh, by Gay Dad uh, from 1999. Did the other two's record, uh, Super Highways, uh, that's uh, Gillian and uh, and Stephen from, uh, from New Order. Also did We Love It by Pulp. Uh, just 
a genius of a man when it comes to graphic design is, is Peter Saville. Uh, and I didn't realise that, that uh, there was such a beautiful uh, site dedicated to him uh, at uh, the location, which I will share with you, petersaville.info. And if you uh, click through, there's a chronological um, portfolio, if you like, of all his work, which looks like it started with uh, 1978's uh, uh, sort of like a double seven-inch single by uh, by Factory Records, and it was a sampler uh, entitled uh, uh, a Factory Sample, um, and going all the way through year after year after year. So you can see the work is done for a certain ratio. Uh, we mentioned uh, OMD. There's the Martha and the Muffins work there as well. I'm just going to skip to another year. Let's see what's happening in 1986. A whole load of work for OMD. Looked like uh, OMD were keeping uh, Peter quite busy. Uh, so was George Michael. So was Peter Gabriel. Um, just an, a wonderful repository of, of some seminal, beautiful uh, work, whereby in the modern age of music, Regret- regrettably, it seems that uh, the aesthetic is uh, is criminally lacking. Uh, there's nothing quite like owning uh, a piece of music that comes complete with a, a sleeve, artwork, liner notes, uh, all that business that the artist has taken a great degree of time to uh, aggregate and uh, and package for you. Um, so anyway, do visit the site. Uh, of course, the uh, the information of the URL will be in the show notes, so uh, you all know that uh, you can listen to this on uh, iTunes, you can listen on Google Play, you can listen on YouTube, Union Radio, you can listen on Podbean, and I'm hoping to uh, have the have the show available on the Anfield Index as well. Uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, I'll I'll keep you posted on that. So, uh, Peter Savile uh, dot info, and learn more about the genius that is the man. Um, up next, we're going to hear a song by a lady uh, from Airdrie in uh, in Scotland, uh, namely Louise Connell, uh, and Louise operates under the performing name of Reveriem or Reveriem or depending on how you know how your, your pronunciation takes you um, and, uh, and I'm going to be playing a song uh, entitled Gollum uh, and Gollum is uh, named after the uh, the spindly sinewy bald pain in the ass from uh, the Lord of the Rings and all that business and uh, the Hobbit and all the stuff that I never cared to watch because it just took an eternity but you get the drift uh, Reveriem uh, Louise Connell, I'm hoping to get her on the programme. Actually, I've, I've reached out and um, in the hopes that she'll, uh, she'll get back to me. Uh, do visit her uh, Bandcamp page where you can buy all her material, uh, reveriem.bandcamp.com. So here's Gollum, and uh, I'll be back for plenty more before we uh, engage our interview of the week, which is uh, Ed Blaney this week. Yeah. 
She appears that night I watch the setting sun And try to recall the sense of all This thought that we could hide all our real life bars In the eyes of a monster To clean them from the dark, dark I try cloaking the fears All the very worst ones But I just make them darker And give them what they want I should pierce them with holes Hold them up to the sun Bleach and blind my fears All the very worst ones All the very worst ones All the very worst ones I go to find a cure For all the terror Fairy stories for your mind Like camel through your body It'll battle your heart But you have to know When you don't feel the pain The disease just grows I've got to find a cure For all the terror Fairy stories for your mind Like camel through your body It'll battle your heart But you have to Don't feel the pain that it sees just grow
I cannot speak highly enough about Teenage Fan Club. Uh, they are a band that formed in, in Bells Hill uh, in Scotland uh, in uh, 1989. And uh, the record that I'm going to be featuring this week as uh, The Essential Wax is uh, their third record. It's uh, bandwagon-esque. It's their first album proper, if you like, on, on Creation Records after they, uh, they fled Matador after hastily recording uh, their uh, sort of mini-LP, The King. Um, this record... I don't know how many times I've played it, but it's it's dozens upon dozens upon dozens upon dozens of time, times per year I listen to this record from beginning to end. Uh, that was the, the third track entitled December, and uh, if you listen to the programme you will know that the theme music, the beginning, the intro music, is the last track of this esteemed LP uh, entitled Is This Music, and that's the instrumental that I play at the beginning of every programme. Um, so this record, Bandwagon-esque, really gave the band a foothold uh, globally. And by that I mean outside of the UK. Um, they did very, very well with uh, with Starsign, which we'll be playing next, uh, a single that uh, actually uh, uh, reached number four uh, on the Billboard charts in the States, which is quite staggering, really, uh, when you think about it. You think about the landscape back then, uh, rubbing shoulders with the likes of Nirvana et al. Um, so uh, Teenage Fan Club, um, they, they make no bones about uh, their, their, their love of Alex Chilton, uh, Kim Fowley, uh, and that particular sound that emanated from the US. Um, they love their Chilton, they love their big star, and uh, they are a band to be reckoned with. Here's Star Sign.
that doesn't sway you to the church of TFC, then I don't know. I weep for you. I really, really do. That is uh, the fantastic star sign of the bandwagon-esque LP by Teenage Fan Club. And uh, this was kind of a folkloric rumour going around uh, at the time. But um, the cover features a, a big bag of money with a dollar sign on it. The cover was designed uh, by uh, Sharon Fitzgerald, uh, not Pete Savile. Um, and uh, the story goes that um, apparently Gene Simmons, that uh, colossal waste of space from Kiss, uh, had trademarked the logo of a money bag with a dollar symbol on it. So he uh, in turn wrote a letter to uh, the US uh, record label for TFC. Geffen Records, and apparently uh, he was the recipient of a rather chunky cheque to keep uh, uh, this uh, particular instance non-litigious. So there you have it, as if Gene Simmons didn't have enough money in the bloody first place, he has to go pillaging uh, the covers of Teenage Fan Club. The third song we're going to hear is also a single, it's the lead track off the album, and it's entitled The Concept.
That's a nice three-song sampler for uh, Teenage Fan Club's Bandwagon-esque, released in 1991 on Creation Records and should be in every decent record collection. Go out and buy it if you do not own it. You will not be disappointed. Coming up next, we've got one more track before we get into the nitty-gritty with uh, with Ed Blaney, which is, uh, I encourage you all to not fast-forward, but to listen to the interview in its entirety. What a bloke. What a bloke. But before we get to Ed, we're going to hear something from uh, the last and latest uh, LP by The Horrors. Uh, The LP is entitled Luminous. And we're going to hear a track called uh, Chasing Shadows.
stuff that that's the horrors and that's from their their last lp latest lp entitled luminous and that's uh, an album track entitled chasing shadows great stuff now it's time to get uh, really serious about ed blaney let's talk about the man himself you can hear me rustling papers in the background um listen to every every word that he says um I'm not going to go into a massive setup here, but uh, Ed has been uh, around for a long old time. I'm actually older than him, which is kind of stunning. Um, Salford born and bred, uh, a wonderful advocate for that part of the world, fiercely proud, immensely immersed in the world of music, and uh, has the the respect of the people that matter, whether it's Mick Middles or Terry Christian or Janice Long. uh, They all uh, commend him on, on his work, as does Clint Boone. Uh, from uh, from Radio X and of course uh, in Spiral Carpets. Now um, th- the record itself is called Urban Nature, and uh, Marky e. Smith, um, Ed's pal of many many years, is uh, guesting on uh, on five tracks, as is uh, Jenny Shuttleworth on on uh, some tracks as well. Uh, Jenny Shuttleworth, uh, she is. Uh, also involved with the past when it comes to Ed. Uh, she's from uh, Girl Peculiar and they did have a project uh, quite some time ago. Uh, they quite possibly recorded the best football-related uh, World Cup song ever. Uh, and sadly, it didn't uh, get the prominence that it uh, that it deserved. So uh, he's going back to his, uh, his friends and, and his cohorts and has made a quite fantastic album in, uh, in the shape of urban nature. Uh, also, uh, it's important to note that Ed's daughter Bianca uh, is uh, is doing some backing vocals on a couple of the tracks as well, uh, specifically uh, Diamond and Metal Claw Part 2. Um, I'm going to play you three tracks. I'm going to play a couple now, then we're going to hear the interview, then we're going to hear one afterwards. We're going to kick things off with uh, Thinking of You. This is Blaney. Thinking of you 
should have had you jumping around the living room uh, or bopping in the car seat uh, depending on where you're listening that is a proper belter as they say that's thinking of you that's Blaney uh, aided and abetted by uh, by Marky Smith uh, his pal uh, and uh, don't forget Ed Blaney manages the fall amongst uh, putting on the uh, the Salford uh, Music Festival, running a, uh, a production company and a record label, and being a general, all-round nice bloke in terms of the community spirit in Salford and uh, flying the flag of collaboration. And uh, he's just a music chap. Uh, he hasn't got uh, an ulterior motive in his body. He's one of the most genuine people. Uh, genuine, he's one of the most genuine uh, people I've, I've, I've spoken to in, in recent times, and it was an absolute pleasure. So uh, get your ears around this next one. This is uh, the coat. Uh, it's just a jacket. It's just to get you back. The cap. Oh, we found it. Oh, the jacket. Yeah, we found it. Holiday. Said we're on holiday. 
for those Norwegian islands. Yeah. <laughs> My gift to you. You've got a big advantage with this fucking thing, Jack. It's just fucking drums and you say that's all that's fucking in. You've got a big advantage. So you don't need to do any tricks. Calm down, listen. Some people get bored. I certainly hope nobody was watching through the studio window then, because uh, if they were, the uh, white padded van will probably be en route to pick me up because I was uh, dancing around like a uh, like a certifiable moron uh, for the duration of that track. Uh, the coat co-penned with Marquis e. Smith. Uh, that's uh, Blaney, Ed Blaney, uh, and that's the second track I've played for you. The previous one was Thinking of You, which was also co-written with uh, with Mark E. Smith. Now, if you want to find out all that is Blaney, go to uh, www.blaney.co. That's C-O, plain and simple. Uh, Facebook, um, look for uh, look for the page called Blaney. Uh, I've got the URL uh, copied, uh, copied and pasted uh, into uh, the show notes, but it's just not something that sort of rolls off the tongue. So uh, just look under Blaney and you will find the page. Um, it's now time uh, to listen to Ed and to listen to uh, all of his pearls of wisdom. And I'll be back to tie things up after the interview. Hello. Hello, is this Ed? It is. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Very well, thanks. Thank you for uh, making yourself available. Much appreciated. Oh, 
You're welcome. You're very welcome. So what's happening in Salford at the minute? Oh. Normal, damp, dingy, flipping, miserable and cold, and you're in bed with the flu. That's terrible. Well, even even more thanks for, for making the effort, because you must feel rotten. Uh, I'm alright, you know. I went out last night, and I uh, probably shouldn't have, but I did. Two <laughs> uh, brandies and whiskies and all that to take the edge off it. But yeah. Good, good. Kill couple of lemon soups and that, and it's all right, isn't it? Magic. Well, plus, you're, you know, you're from the north, so you, know, you, don't get, you don't get cold for more than two days if you're from the north either, so get a bit of, a, bit of alcohol to kill the germs and, and, and you're on your way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let, let's th well thanks for chatting, because I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be very well aware that you're feeling a, a bit off kilter, so uh, uh, I won't inundate you with uh, some kind of interrogation here, but just wanted to talk really, of course, as you can probably imagine, about uh, the new record, and needless to say, you must be really, really, really happy and, and thrilled about it, especially with the uh, with the uh, the accolades it's receiving. So, it's pretty fair to say that this record has been a work in progress for a long, long time, hasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've been sidetracked, like looking after the fall, um, working with Girl Peculiar. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of them. I've not had the time. To, and the time was just right in the last year. And I thought, right, I'm going to do this and um, finish it and get it together. And, uh, yeah, it just all, all fell in place. Timing was good. And uh, signed it with, B, with BMG, which is fantastic. Uh, they snapped it up straight away, which is great. And, uh yeah, I'm really pleased with it. It's and there's plenty more to come. So well, that's that's brilliant, brilliant news because you were kind enough to send me uh, the advance, and I've listened to it. I've listened to it more than Janice Long, put it that way, about five times, and and it's yeah, a it's a proper proper belter, and I'm I'm just thrilled for you because it's it's a very multi-dimensional record. You've got you've got wonderful people that you're collaborating with. We'll talk about that later, but. Every every song off, off off the record could conceivably be be I hate to use the expression, but it could be they, they could all be singles or they could all be part of an EP. There's there's no there's no chuck away tracks at all. No, um, you know, and there's a few that didn't quite make the grade, which uh, is a shame. And obviously they'll be on the next one. Yeah. But it, 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 even like when you, you you decide which tracks going where. I didn't take too long over it, and um, it, it just just fell into place. And yeah, the, I'm, I'm lucky to know so many people and um, bring them all together. And, and like when we did it, I took it around. It's been around the block, so to speak. We did some in Salford. Um, I won a cottage on eBay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. You, you 62 quid or something. You got a cottage in Holmford for a few days. Yeah, and um, that that was brilliant. So I'm a big believer in fate and um, stuff like that. And if something's meant to be, it'll, it'll work. And I just basically said to when I got that cottage, I'm always up to stuff this time of year. And it was in January when I when I won it. And I just said to everyone, look, there's no lifts. There's the address. Whoever gets there, gets there. You got to get there. Uh, kind of like a trick. 
Yeah. And it worked. So, <laughs> you know, they're incumbents and that. They're up for it. And it was great. It was really good. Uh, we were a bit of experimenting and that. And it, and it all, uh, like Winner, for instance, uh, you know, there was stuff there, I'm not sure I should say, but, you know, substances was used, but uh, in, in an arty way, and it worked. Uh, Wonderful. Specifically. On, on Winner. But, the, yeah, the people involved, I mean, they're all my friends, they're dead close to all of them, and, and I'm really grateful for them all uh, getting stuck in and, and making the record what it is. Well, it seems like it's just an effortless collaboration by virtue of you obviously having talented friends, and obviously they're uh, they're, they're more than happy to, to assist you with your, with your project. And I was talking to um, uh, Stella Grundy, uh, a few weeks ago, and not not having lived lived back home for a long time, but you frequently visit, it's been wonderful to see what's been happening in Manchester in the last handful of years, whereby there's a real underground of collaboration without glory seeking. There's a lot of people wanting to help people out, and Simon Wollstonecroft with his freaky with his freak party project, is, people are coming out the woodwork to help, aren't they? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, like, I'm lucky I've known of the, the team there. I mean, we're close, like Jim Watts. I've worked with Jim Watts for 20 years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Shuttleworth, I've worked with her for the last five years. I've worked with Mark since 2000, looking after him on various projects and stuff. And uh, Rick Gibbs on the drums and yeah. uh, Soul Paul Bray. Uh, Angela Channing, I met at a festival. And, and then to, to actually keep it together and go from. We've done about 14 gigs, yes. live shows, which has been brilliant. And uh, I've already started on the next record now, uh, even though this one, if I'm being honest, it's not really had much of a push. It's out on my label. And I, and I remember the other week I thought, oh, you know what, I need to do some promotion. It's not really had anything. Uh, but I'm not really, I'm just grateful it's been received well. And uh, success is like a dirty word. People have uh, misconceptions of what it is, and for me, success is when I've not had one bad response over it. And you know, um, when someone gets in touch, like yourself, and uh, people I've never met before, and, and each record means something to them, and you, you can't that success. It's not about how much money you make. It, it, you know, I'm just grateful the records out there. It's in the shops and it, it's getting played. It's like. It's fantastic. I think there's a big uh, misconception. People think, oh yeah, I'm successful because oh, oh, yeah. they think they're successful because the records do well. But it, 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 I'm, not, I'm not in a rush for anything. Um, I, I'm just grateful and I take each day as it comes. Having said that, I'm off to Amsterdam on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Sam. Oh, I'm just thrilled for you because your, your whole career, I mean, you're Salford born and bred, you are the epitome of, of, of the parochial boy, and everything that you've done has had a selfless angle between it, and you, you're a very busy, very, very busy man, so, so what, what, why don't we just quickly talk about Yip Yop, because um, that, that's, that's your baby, isn't it? I mean, obviously, I've done 
the, the Sulfur Music Festival and uh, yes. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, I do, I do. I'm sorry, you should put yourself first, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> and I don't care about money. You know, if it, it's like if, if I've got enough money, that's all I need. And um, I give I give a lot of money away. I'm a philanthropist on a, a minuscule level. Whatever I've got, I give it away, and, and I don't really care. As long as people around me are happy, then I'm happy, and, and, and I'm comfortable with that. Oh, you good. know, I've got a car, and uh, I've got petrol, and yeah, it, it's just just like that. And every day is a challenge, isn't it? You know, yeah. Every day is a challenge. It's like uh, just recently working with Sharon on the video, and I just put a post on Facebook. And I've done that in the past and I've no response and I just put, I want to make a video, a good one. And then I've got a load of recommendations and Charlie's name just jumped out. We spoke on the phone, went down and we actually shot that on Boxing Day. Oh, great. Without, without planning it. And, you know, she, she's absolutely a brilliant artist. Yeah. And uh, she's done a fantastic job. And it, 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 that opens up more doors. People take it. I mean, so I don't know, some people uh, obviously don't get on with everyone. People, some people don't agree with my methods, the way I do things, and I tend to piss a lot of people off because I make things happen yeah. without getting sponsored and uh, putting on festivals. And I just make it happen because I've got the right belief and, and the reasons I do it. But Yip Yacht is, is all about that, you know, that I do it for the right reasons and it works. Well, it's, um, a lot of people don't kind of like it's weird, you know. You're always going to get people who, who, who witness other people gaining success and, and they're not going to be happy about it. But at the end of the day, I'm fairly sure you don't, you don't, you don't pay them much heed. There's, there's going to be people like that all over the shop. But the general sentiment that I get is uh, when, whenever, if, if I mentioned your name to anybody in the Northwest or in the music industry, uh, it, it's only going to come back uh, in terms of positive vibes because the last seven years, the festival that you've put on, you've done you've done that with a minuscule budget and, and you've managed to, to, to really make a mark. So you should be really, really chuffed with yourself with regards to what you've done and exposed a lot of up-and-comings. And you've you, you just, you, you've helped both sides of the county. You've helped the artists and you've helped the music lovers. So I, I'm hoping that there's going to be number eight uh, this year I'm, I'm assuming so. There is indeed, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a lot of hard work, and uh, every year I'm the same, and I think, you know what, should I do it? And uh, I always do. You know, last year they only spent, because uh, they had a bit of an issue with uh, the council, and I thought, well, what's the point? And then I just put it together in eight weeks, but this year I started like last year already, and it's going to be great. Brilliant. Uh, every year I reinvent it, and and I could have, you know, we turned McDonald's down for that for sponsorship, and uh, countless other big groups because uh, they, they don't fit the criteria of what the festival's about. Like they wanted to just sponsor like Media City, uh, and we said no. Look, you know, you sponsor the whole of the Salford area, and that includes little bars and pubs and. It's great because it gets under people. It really annoys people that the ethos of it is to give everyone a chance. Yes. It's so hard to get on a festival unless you know someone or or your labels like taking someone out for dinner or whatever. 
and, and I don't do that. I just think, you know what, I just know what's right for it. It feels right. Uh, I don't necessarily listen to the artist. It, it's just when they apply, you, you can just tell uh, who, who's up for it and stuff like that. And, and it just works, you know, and, and it's like, I'm no one to judge anyone's music. Like, it's so all just give everyone a chance and, and it balances out. And uh, the, the ones who get it, get something out of it. And of course, it goes great for the city and the artists. I mean, we've had, we've had some fantastic stuff over the years. And, and I don't necessarily like madly advertise it as, you know, but people get it. And I don't know, I've had about 300 applications already. Brilliant. Uh, which is fantastic from all across the UK and Europe. And uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be full on again doing it. Uh, It is. I mean, you've become firmly entrenched in, 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 in the fibre there. So I th I'm sure that uh, hundreds of thousands of other people will be really happy to know that there's, a, there's, there's another one coming. Um, a lot of the listenership of this programme, we, we've got, it's recorded and, and made in Canada, but it's broadcast globally. And of course, a lot of uh, English, British listeners, Canadian, American, Australian, European. Um, there are going to be a lot of people who, who, who love music and, and, and ultimately end up loving your work, but they don't really understand the cultural nuances of being from Salford as opposed to Manchester, Greater Manchester and Cheshire. If you were to just spend you know, a couple, two, three, four sentences explaining to, to someone the difference and what it means to be from Salford. Yeah, well, uh, one of the easiest things to say in quotes is, is the fact that when the Romans invaded, they took one look at Salford, across the river as well, and they said, do you know what, they sack it, and they stayed on the other side, Camp Street, yeah. uh, which is a street now, um, you know, but that, that's a true story, it's a different set, yeah. um, it's just something like in the water, but in a good way, and you, you, you're, you're just proud from the minute you're born, um, you know, it, it's just a great set for that, and people don't understand these much that's go to Manchester, but we're completely different yes. on, on every level. It, it's a strange thing, and the spirit of the Salford people is it, amazing. It is. You know, and, and I'm proud to, to fly the flag and be a Salfordian, and I, I really don't like it when I get confused as, as a, a man, because I'm not, I've got nothing against Mancunians, a lot of mates, but. I'm a Salfordian, and uh, we're very different, you know. Absolutely, and I've, I've always tried to explain to people that, you know, especially if you're not from Europe, the geographic proximity, four miles could be 400 miles, and being a Salfordian is, is, is almost intrinsically, well, as intrinsically unique as being a Scouser, both both different to Mancunian, but oftentimes very, very, uh, 
misunderstood. So I'm glad that you've clarified that because to me, I've never met anyone from Salford who is not a, a flag flying advocate for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, you can't have kids here anymore unless you have it at home. Uh, but look around, I don't mind. You were all born in hospital in Salford, but they've closed the unit down at Hope Hospital where you can have kids. So uh, I think there's going to be uh, outrage in the future with that. Or, well, there already has been, but it's going to get reversed. I hope so. so that's, kind of, that's kind of sad. It's like the end, the end is, is nice, it's sort of thing. But, uh, you know, a lot of the Stanford girls and families, women and that, they're, they're going to have the kids at home, which will still be on the birth certificate that were born in Stanford. That's brilliant. So I would imagine there's going to be two or three midwives there who are going to be very busy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, well, what's happening in Salford is just, unfortunately, it's a, it's a snapshot of what, uh, what, what the Tories are uh, ultimately wanting to do across the, across the whole country. And I don't know, parochially, one by one by one, each, each, each region's got to, got to dig their heels in and fight for what's right. But uh, that's, another, that's another subject altogether. Perhaps that's something for Mark Burgess, who's very political. He, he'd, he'd certainly have his two cents on that. Um, so you know this this outfit that you that you had uh, way back when called Trigger Happy. The, yeah. We all know that that that, uh, that never that never saw light of day officially. Did any remnants of that work make it onto your new work? Yeah, um, we rude all the time. I mean, it was a uh, great days with, with Trigger Happy, and um, basically, I got divorced. And uh, I put my family first, and uh, you know the, that that was really the main reason. And then I sacrificed my band and put my band in the farm. Yeah, and, uh, it, it was it was one of them again, and it was an hard thing to do, you know. And uh, it's only now that that um, I've got justice by putting it out my own stuff. But yeah, rude all the time. It was uh, a trigger happy trap. Brilliant, uh, and that's that's on the album, and it's, it's a very popular track. Yeah, I think uh, I'll be playing that one. Say that again. No, so I think I'll be playing that one uh, to 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 uh, be one of the featured tracks around this interview. It's a, that's that's a that's a fantastic track. So that one, that's the only one that's really sort of a spillover from Trigger Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I've got hundreds of songs, and uh, funny enough, I've just been offered a deal. Which is really strange, isn't it? On a Saturday, getting an email from one of the majors, Old Neighbour and Shaman. Uh, they wanted to buy me an entire back catalogue of all the stuff I've done, this new album, the stuff I wrote with The Fall, uh, the Smith and Blaine stuff. And uh, I had great pleasure in pulling over yesterday on the hills of Alden and replying, you know, I'll uh, definitely be passing on that. And, and it, it, it's great. You know, it's absolutely brilliant to be able to say no. Yeah, it's you know, empowering, you know, isn't it? Some of the trigger stuff as well. Yeah. And it's like you're having a laugh, it's not for sale. And, uh, you know, the, them songs belong to the kids. And uh, I'm really proud of myself. I'm not rich, you know. I'm all right. Uh, but to, to knock a, a big label back and say no, is, I'm really pleased about it. Oh, I must have felt amazing to be able to say no. Yeah, you got it because they, they, um, you know, it's funny enough. I seen an interview uh, on the BBC, and uh, sorry for swearing, and uh, it just like it can prey on people. And uh, if if you're asking, or you know, which a lot of people are in working music, 
you know, you're going to sign it or sell it off, and uh, it's ridiculous that they can take people's works back catalogs for peanuts, effectively, and then they cash in on it. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, it's great to be a rebel and from be from Salford and all. I'll have control of where I'm going in the future. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because the BMG deal uh, is, is it's a great deal in terms of distribution, but it allows you to, to maintain artistic control, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, on BMG, um, you know, they've been absolutely fantastic with me. And they know um, I'm classed as not Dodger, but, you know, I'm from Salford and uh, I've got an opinion. And uh, they respect me as an artist, and it, it's absolutely brilliant uh, what what they're doing. But to be honest with you, they've not even started yet because, uh, like Mark Share, he's already just signed it. I've got his contract in my pocket actually now, <laughs> and it would be great next year with what they're going to do and the percentages they give me. It's brilliant, you know. I'm, I'm really pleased with them and the negotiated and stuff, um, and I didn't take an advance, which I think uh, they were a bit shocked by, and uh, I said, no, I don't want one, so, so again, it, it's, it's good, you know, it, it keeps it real, Yeah. and uh, you know, I think I'll be signing probably the next record, um, there's a good chance of it anyway, uh, an actual recording contract with them, which will be brilliant, and they believe in me, the top, the top heads at the company, yeah, I believe in what I'm about, and you can see what I've done off my own back, and I think they're very impressed. Brilliant! I'm really happy for you because what what you've got is is in the industry. I think it's pretty fair to say that that's an anomaly. So massive kudos to you for that. You'd mentioned, of course, working with Mark. Uh, we talked about uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny from Girl Peculiar, uh, Rick and, and Angela, and, and long time uh, collaborator with Jim. But you haven't mentioned Bianca. No. Um, she's got a voice, hasn't she? Uh, eh? Say that again. She's she's, she's got a she's got a voice, hasn't she? Oh, she's you know she's she's a chip off the old block. She's a fighter. Yeah. She's a she's a trial. She's her own person, and uh, you know I've never helped her. I've always tried to, but she's like, no, Dad, I do it myself. And uh, she was in America for three years. And she did really well out there. Um, and she's just got that fire in her belly. So when she come to sing on them tracks, I just said, look, kid, don't do this. And she went, yeah, no problem. And she just did it pretty much in one take. Wow. Um, and, and, and it's great. You know, it's, you know we're, we're uh, as artistically, we don't always see eye to eye. She's more into R&B, which is fine. And I'm like, I've got this idea of what she should be doing. But... I'll always just let her do it herself and, and not like force her out, push her and, and that kind of worked. You know, I remember when she was like 10, she won a singing competition when we were on holiday. Um, and I, she just, I'm just so proud of her, like, you know, yes. um, and the stuff she's doing now at the minute, it's incredible. She's, uh, she, she's absolutely brilliant. How old is she, uh, uh, Ed? How old is your daughter? 25. Oh, okay, because I've got a, I've got a nearly an eighteen-year-old, and uh, they're feisty enough in a regular capacity. Never mind, never mind what you've got there. It sounds like she's got the will of the world. That's fantastic. Yeah, she, she's. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of her, and I, I mean, I've loved Northern Ireland. You know, I've done music thirty-seven years or something now, twenty-eight years, and you, you think, you know what? Just just get a normal job. 
but she's uh, she's doing what she wants to do. She has got a job, but she, she's still doing the music in her own way, and I think it's only a matter of time. Yeah. So she has to do something, and, and she does want to do it off her own back. She's she's very talented, and it's only a matter of time before she breaks through. She has a very she's got a very soulful voice, which. Is abundantly different to to any other backing uh, backing uh, vocals on, on the record, so it was instantly noticeable that it was somebody new, uh, and I, I, I can I can see her forging a career because she's she's got a heck of a heck of a pair of lungs there. Yeah, uh, so, some of the stuff there, and, and she's got the right approach. You know, like nowadays, youngsters and that, they have to have. He's got to be in the social media or this and that. Well, she just does it all, but with integrity, uh, singing and that comes first. And she has got an attitude, but the right attitude that you need to have. Because yeah. I think you come across as soft or, you know, people just take you for a ride. Yes, they do. Uh, in this business. So she, she's got everything like that going for her. Really proud of her. That's lovely. So that's another. That's a nice side story to, to the whole to the whole thing, and just want to bring bring to your attention. I, I'm not sure we you probably haven't got, got a way of knowing this, but every week, uh, and I've done this for, for, since time immemorial. I, I play an obligatory fall track every single week. It's it's the only band I'll play every single week. It's my attempt to indoctrinate people the world over to the wonderful world of the fall. Uh, and to make people happy who already know about the fall. So I'm just asking you a favour. Could you pick this week's uh, fall track, and I'll play whichever one you choose. Yeah, uh, Hollow Mind. Okay, gotcha. Brilliant. That's a good choice. I've actually not played that for ages, so I'll play that uh, as as your pick as the uh, the obligatory. Well, I'll tell you because it's it's, uh, it's it's probably it's probably a few, but it's one of a few that I've never ever been played live. And uh, I'm open to change that this year. Oh, good. Oh, good. So, 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 what? Can you just? I don't want to spend too much time on on the fall, obviously, because this is about you. But um, I'm, I would imagine that the, the, the fall will have their, their their next record out before we know it, and they'll be on another tour. Is that is that uh, basically what's going to be happening? Yeah. Um, obviously, still, I'm still looking out uh, a bit of stuff for Mark and the fall. Uh, in the next few weeks, um, and there's some other plans that I just nearly said. We're like top mates, we clash, we get on, and uh, we fall in, we fall out. But it's, uh, you know, it's been since, I don't know, 1996 or something. Yeah. Now we started working, and that's only likely to continue as mates, and uh, yeah, I probably will, well, you know, I'll be making a couple of special appearances playing with the fall during this year. Oh, good stuff. Uh, and, and we're supporting them uh, in Leeds, which is great, so, it, 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 you know, I love Mark, and uh, he pisses people off, and he, but, you know, as an artist, he's, he's just like, he's relentless, and uh, so, we have such a laugh, so yeah. we go out, I was going to bring that up, Ed. I was going to bring that up. He seems he doesn't get a, a good rap from from uh, the vast majority, but 
He's a, he's a giving guy. He's done so much for so many people selflessly that uh, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. No, he doesn't. But, uh, you know, he's, he's a very, uh, very happy, happy man. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. Well, maybe that for the next time. For the next time, I just got to go. Go back to just quickly go back to Salford. Uh, this was a, there was a, there was a particularly good release that came out that really didn't get uh, the prominence it deserved, and that was the World Cup song that came out by by Shuttleworth on your label. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I kind of think uh, the best way to sum up it hit the post. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it hit the post and went out. Didn't go in, did it? Yeah. You and uh, we put it out, and uh, yeah, it got massive amounts of press. There was a problem with the distribution that they, they overall the computers. So by the time it arrived in HMV and everything, uh, England were knocked out. Yeah, it's, it is proper annoying because cause, cause the, the the record was the only good thing about that World Cup campaign. It was the only thing to take home, in my opinion. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows the lyrics could be reworked in the hopes that we might win something in our lifetime, although I doubt it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. I've just turned 50, so there's no chance we're going to win anything uh, in our lifetime, Zed. So. Probably, probably not. It's, it's the same thing, you know, uh, year in, year out, isn't it? It's just it's just a poison chalice. Anyway, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't hold much stock in the national team. Anyway, I don't want to get all football centric, but uh, I'd, uh, I'm, a, I'm a club man, and I'm not really asked about uh, about about the three lines. But uh, it, needed, it needed talking about purely because the record was brilliant, and and, and uh, I'm going to be playing that on the next uh, couple of shows as well, just to just to revisit that that particular track. Um, I've got I've got one last question for you, and it's quite tangential, Ed. It's got absolutely nothing to do with your talent and Salford in the music industry but every everyone I interview at the end I always ask them let's say you're out you're touring Canada you're at my place for, for a barbecue and then we have a cup of tea and I whack out this magic biscuit tin and and I say Ed you can have any biscuit on God's green earth what would you choose? Definitely morning coffee I was actually talking about them last night because like, uh, in Salford that's how we grew up on them Yes. You know, some kids have the tea at the table with that. We, we had morning coffee. Yeah. If you were lucky, the cheap ones with the see-through cellophane. I know the ones. Uh, so definitely morning coffee for me. 
That is magic. I will add you to the spreadsheet. So I'd like to thank you immensely, and I hope that you, uh, you're you bearing up and feel better as soon as humanly possible. Do you know what? I feel much better now I've been talking to you. I mean, I've, uh, I'm up on the mat, and uh, I'm off to Holland on Tuesday. Yeah. And there's this thing to do. You really cheered me up and uh, with, with it, because it's on a bubble flu, isn't it? It is. But, uh, yeah, I've had it. It's been great talking to you, and uh, hopefully... I'll uh, get a chance to play there for you. Oh. We saw the light. Oh. oh, that'd be lovely. Well, I'll, uh, I'll look you up next time I'm back home, which shouldn't be too, too long. But in the interim, thank you so much. Look after yourself. And I'll be in touch as soon as the uh, the podcast is up for, for listening. Brilliant. Thanks very much, man. That's great. It's my pleasure. All the very best. Look after yourself. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. I'll tell you, you lot are blessed. You really, really are. All I do is play records and get to talk to interesting people. Ed, thank you so much. That was a wonderful chat and uh, hope you're bearing up. And uh, I know that you were in um, boom, 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 Belgium, Holland yesterday uh, with that uh, meeting you had for, for the record deal. So I hope that went uh, swimmingly well for you. One last track. Uh, this is uh, Copend with uh, Jenny Shuttleworth. This is Secrets. Here she comes again, she's talking in her sleep Her eyes are so transfixed with every word she speaks
you're all now privy to the brilliant and diverse world of Blaney. Do source Ed's material. Great, great record, and I hope to be playing more uh, as he has already got another album in the can and uh, can't wait to hear the new stuff. Thanks so much to Ed. Um, I'm off in a matter of seconds, but uh, wanted to bring to your attention that next week for episode 28, very, very happy to be uh, talking to the flatmates who are back and they are back with a vengeance and I'm more than happy about it. So stay tuned. Talk to you next week. Ta-ra!